Welcome to today's show where we're going into why people with the people-pleasing style are easily manipulated by predators. And in reality, they're easily manipulated by everyone. And we're going to be looking at this from a very sort of small personal level into the collective level and what's happening on the planet at this point in time. So I think you'll find it pretty interesting. Well, I hope you do anyway. Okay, and we're on our first day out of lockdown. I think I need to go get my bed uh, cleaned up a little bit. Okay, so what we start with is a, a central concept, and that concept works in this way, that problems require the truth to be told for them to be solved. I'll say that again. Problems require the truth to be told for them to be solved. The more truthful we can get about the cause of a problem, the greater the chances of solving the problem. So as an example, many, many years ago, there were all sorts of diseases. And when they started to look at what was causing these diseases, they worked out the problem and sewage resulted. And then there was a decrease in those diseases that were caused by poor sanitation. If you've got a problem with your car, the mechanic needs to know that it is this part of the carburetor that's not working for it to be solved. Personally, over the last month on a sales page, one of the businesses I'm involved with, we changed one sentence in that sales page and we got 80% more conversions. And then finally, many years ago, I worked out what I was doing to contribute to a relationship that wasn't functioning in its highest form. In fact, I've done that my entire life. What is it within me that is leading to these results? So when I did that within my relationships, I told the truth about myself, about what wasn't working or how I contributed to the relationship not working. I was able to do something about it. And anyone that knows my wife and I, we have a, an incredible relationship. So telling the truth about problems is really important for personal evolution and for collective evolution really important to understand so if we start to bring this back into what we're talking about today as a central thrust of this we're talking about the people pleasing profile and why why they are easily manipulated by predators and as i said earlier easily manipulated by all kinds of people and that's because um, people pleasers will tend not to tell the truth. Yes, they will tend to lie. And this is unconscious for the most part. Their entire system is wired not to tell truth. And just before we get into it, let's clarify what that people pleasing sort of behavioural style person is. Let, let's define that. And I know this really well. I suffered it for 
many, many years until I started to clean up my act and move differently in the world. Um, many people have what we call this dysfunctional people-pleasing style. So how do you know if you've got dysfunctional people-pleasing style? I'm just going on my list here, my notes. But the first one is basically if you, you've got dysfunctional people-pleasing style, you just avoid being disliked. Being disliked is like a super pain to you. And by default, everything that you do tends to be about being liked. And this will show up in avoiding conflict, not setting boundaries, saying yes when you need, want to say no, avoiding your true desires and needs to get accepted. So in short, what you're doing is not telling the truth about what you really desire, what you really think, because it's more important for you to get liked. Now, this is a fairly full-on statement, which I've shared, is that if you're high in this dysfunctional people-pleasing style, the dysfunctional element of it, you will be lying. You will avoid telling the truth. So let's talk about how this may show up in... Uh, uh, your personal life if you have this within a business and then we're going to go to the collective because a lot of the problems and challenges that we're seeing on the planet at this point in time are happening because we have collectives of people with a people-pleasing style and they're not awake to what's happening and they're not willing to communicate about what's happening and they may not even want to see what is happening. So if we bring it back to the personal level, um, just imagine that, you know, you're in a relationship and with your partner, your basic unconscious process is to avoid your low self-worth and low self-esteem by getting liked. And so you start to orientate all your behaviours towards getting liked. And this other person, well, now they can manipulate you. Now, here's the interesting thing, is they may not be a manipulative person by default. But because you give your power away, which means you're going, who do I need to be and what behaviours do I have to display to get you to like me, just in their naiveness, they're going to go, oh, I like it when you do this and I like it when you're like this, I like it when you're this way. And they might not even communicate that, okay? But you'll start to fall in line with what makes them happy. And then what you're going to do is you're going to ensure that any desire or any behavioural trait that starts to arise that um, might get you disliked, any truth that starts to arise that you perceive might get you disliked, your entire body starts to go, this is a threat. Get rid of these desires. Get rid of these truths. And this is where this whole thing of lying gets set up. So what do you mean by lying? Okay, well, the truth is you might not want to do this for your partner. Okay, the truth is, no, I'm tired, I'm run down. But you will avoid that truth to get the partner to like you. Uh, I work with many business people. One of my businesses involves scaling business owners, helping them scale their businesses. And 
I work very closely with them, not only on a technical level, the strategic level, but on the psychological level, on the level of their unconscious patterns. So a people pleaser, business owner, they'll have their team and their staff out there and pretty much every member of that team or staff controls them unconsciously because this business owner with the people pleasing style that's moving to what we call the dysfunctional level is sort of going, well, who do I need to be liked by this person? Who do I need to be liked by that person? Who do I need to be liked by this person? And, of course, for, for the most part, this is just unconscious. And so, again, what they're going to do is they might have high standards for their business, and if they don't have high standards, they shouldn't be in business, right? <laughs> but what they'll do is they will demote those high standards or tend to ignore them. Because if they are to really honour the high standards they have for their business, that means they'll have to confront some of their team members and say, hey, you're not pulling your weight. I, I notice you're really slack in this area. But, of course, someone's dysfunctional people pleaser won't do that because they're going, oh, but then I won't be liked. So this is why dysfunctional people pleasers tend to have a relationship with the truth which isn't a quality one. The only truths that they will allow into their system are the ones that get them accepted. Now, I'm just going to take a moment to talk about why this is dangerous on the personal level, and then we're going to look at why this might be dangerous on the collective level with what's happening on the planet um, for those that are interested in that. So the first one is... Um, when your entire sense of self is based on how others view you, you become a puppet, okay? You are a puppet to them because you only allow yourself to show them the personas. And what do I mean by personas? Your personality is made up by multiple parts, multiple parts. Um, and you will only show people the personas that get you liked. And this is a big challenge because what about if some of the personas that you have know what's best for you, hold your dreams, hold your purpose? You'll tend to ignore them. So what happens on a deeper level is that some of the people pleaser, they kind of die inside. They become numb. And they actually become desperate. And the older they get, the more it gets that way. They show up as being nice. Okay. Uh, and one of the elements and challenges with this is on a deeper level, we all have missions and purpose. And if you're fortunate enough, it's what we call self-actualization, to understand your mission and purpose, you show up in the world in your mission and purpose and it vivifies you. It gives you energy. It gives you vitality. And it transmutes you because if you're following that energy of your mission and purpose, it takes you wherever it wants to take you. And in that, you're not thinking, is this person liking me or not? Because if I'm thinking, this person is this person like me? Is this person like me? Is this person liking me? By default, I will move away from the truth of my mission. 
when we're connected to our mission, which is actually, to be honest, deeper level than the personas in some ways, we are moving into the world with energy vitality. As I said, we are youthing, right? We are youthing because this takes us past belief systems. Oftentimes when you look at the people-pleasing style, they're controlled by these belief systems, okay? And these belief systems are, I am only acceptable if I believe what the people around me believe. We're going to get into why this is dangerous on the collective level in a moment. I'm only okay if people like me. If people like me, it must mean I'm okay. That is a devastating way to live because then you're controlled by others. So you can start to see how easy it is for a predator to control. We're going to talk about predators in a moment. But before that, I'm just going to pay the bills. I'll see you in about a minute. Break out of ruts, plateaus and problems fast. Regardless of your role or position in life, business owner, investor, parent, employee, in a relationship, are you really comfortable with where you are? Are you being true to yourself and getting what you want? Feeling stuck in a rut? Challenged? Time for a change? Are you living your greatest, most fulfilling life? Self-actualizing your strengths and gifts? problems to solve. If you'd like some help, Perry is here with his rare wizard-like people reading and facilitation skills. Perry can read you on multiple levels in seconds and immediately see what is undermining you, the best path forward for you, and reveal solutions to present challenges, saving you time and money and getting you back on track fast. When you work with normal coaches, business coaches and consultants, or even highly trained psychology professionals, it takes them many sessions just to get to know you enough to provide solutions. With Perry, it takes minutes. Book a free chat with Perry to see how he can help you by going to www.perrymarden.com. Okay, so the next challenge for anyone with that dysfunctional people-pleasing style, is unconsciously they downgrade their ability to think critically. And this is a subject that's not discussed a lot. Um, I don't see it in, in much of the literature around the people-pleasing style. Um, but this, there is an unconscious desire to dumb down. And, you know, one of the things I've observed over the last two years since we've the start of this current world crisis is the inability for a lot of people to think critically. And we have very powerful agendas that have been on brainwashing sprees, whether that's mainstream media, and I'll show you a bit of that in a moment, or whether that's conspiracy theorists, right? You've just got these, it's a war on consciousness at this point in time. We, we have very powerful uh, forces using social media and media to shape thinking. And the, the problem for many people with the people-pleasing style is they don't want to think. They don't want to think critically. And at some stage, I'm probably going to go into this in full depth in a, in a later episode around why this happens, because there are many reasons for it. 
But I wrote an article a little while ago that said something, the headline was something like, in, uh, belonging is more important than intelligence from a survival perspective. And in that, I use an example of the Taliban. So the Taliban are obviously nutters, right? They're probably going to come for me now. This is all over YouTube. <laughs> I'm joking, but they're, they're nutters. Absolute, just crazy nutters that believe a, a belief system that takes about two minutes to critique and see through. Okay? Doesn't matter. Everyone bonds around that belief system, that stupid, stupid belief system that's archaic in nature, that's come from early stages of human development. And they bond around it and they beat the Americans, basically. They hung in there for many, many years and now they control a country again, okay? Intelligence is not so important for survival. Belonging to a tribe and adhering to a belief system that you believe in strongly is a, a really powerful survival process. Okay, look at Christian crusades. And so at this point in time, we have uh, many, many neurotic tribes, and I'll, I'll put that down as history. By the way, I love just watching Sweden. Sweden's a, a, a great outlier to, to watch. And just discussing what they've experienced in the mainstream press in the West with all these countries has gone into lockdown and those press articles that were written about Sweden, totally inaccurate, just totally inaccurate lying. But this is the world we live in now. And you'll see why this is important when it comes to predators and people pleasing. Okay, so we are living in a world where we've got real fighting between these different tribes and one the left and right that's a, a super easy one to see um and you see um as an example the conspiracy theorists right <laughs> you know and that's just really risen over the last couple of years and people are daring around these belief systems that um have a lack of evidence um a complete lack of evidence but in saying that by the way um just be aware that the, the, the use of the word conspiracy theorists is being used at this point. I'll show you this in a second. Just to uh, take people out, to take anyone that thinks differently out. It is a way of denoting people or shaming people and dismissing people. And this is prevalent in from all agendas, not just the left, not just the right, just not our governments. Um, and we're seeing in many levels a breakdown of society because society requires good civil communication and a connection between worldviews. When we can connect between worldviews and I can understand this worldview and they can understand my worldview and not enemy-making, we can have discussions. And those discussions, because now we can really look at the problems and we can discuss it, this comes back to what I started with, if we can discuss the problems and work civilly together, we're more likely to be able to develop solutions to that problem. That can't happen in this present environment when you've got these completely different worldviews running just the most disgusting low conscious media, whether that's on social media or mainstream media or influence of media, that are demonising anyone that thinks differently to them. Now, the problem is, and uh, this will go above many people's heads, but I don't care. As I said, I'm not here to please people. Um, so if we bring it back to the people-pleasing element and in the what they call the five traits, 
this is part of what do they call it the agreeableness this people pleasers have agreeableness so i said before there is an unconscious desire for people high in agreeableness and those at the same people that have a dysfunctional people pleasing element to downgrade intelligence and this is often unconscious because what happens is if i am liked by a tribe if i am in a social group and i have i'm high in people pleasing trait then i don't want to believe anything or think anything different to the group because my sense of self comes from belonging to that group and being accepted by that group Okay, so have you ever wondered how all these atrocities happened in Nazi Germany, as an example, and how the people went along with their leaders who were clearly, clearly neurotic? It's because these people were high in people-pleasing traits, high in agreeableness. People that are high in agreeableness, we come back to what so we're talking about the collective now, don't want to know anything that is an uncomfortable truth. They don't want to think outside of groupthink because belonging is more important than intellectual development or evolutionary development. So there's a selfish orientation to it because it's about self-protection and belonging to a tribe. So this doesn't bode well at this point in time for where the world's at and a lot of things that are happening in the world um, where so much emotion is used. So I'm just going to quickly flag that. If you want to overcome the people-pleasing trade, then you really need to see, first of all, how often you avoid the truth and how often you avoid thinking critically because you want to be part of the tribe because you want to be accepted you need to understand that that is a behavioral pattern and there's nothing wrong with owning that okay there's nothing wrong with owning that that's the start to change when we start to see our behavioral patterns and how they're not serving us and the people around us in our community and maybe collectively in the world Okay, because at this point in time, we may need more people to be awake to what's happening, who can think critically and who have good hearts. Okay, so I, I just want to quickly share uh, some things that are happening globally and some things that I've been observing. And I talked before about the media. The media are, are just parasitical in nature. The media are highly disgusting. Um, and they're highly disgusting on many levels. So first of all, and they're strong words, aren't they? But they are. So first of all, they've been fear-mongering. I'm here in Australia at this point in time, and uh, they've been fear-mongering here. And they've got their reasons for their fear-mongering. But fear-mongering, what it does is it hijacks the uh, amygdala and the adrenal complex. And first of all, it puts people into anxiety and anxiousness. And this would be great if we were under real immediate threat. It's good to do that, but we're not. It's just been sustained bombarding of this messaging. Now, the media 
if you watch the words they use, they're doing that more and more and more and more and more. Now, they do that for a reason, because the more eyeballs they get, the more that they can get advertisers to pay. So what we've seen in the media over the last mm, 15 to 20 years, especially over the last 12 years, is a massive decrease, a massive decrease in good quality reporting, which was once called investigative journalism. We now only see agenda-driven journalism. And all you've got to do is watch the headlines. And if you understand human behaviour like I do and you see through it all, then it's clear to see the game they play. And the game they play is to get you to think a particular way. And it doesn't matter what platform it is. I'm going to be showing you some stuff from the ABC in a second. It could be a left wing. It could be a right wing media. It's all about activating you emotionally. It hooks you in. It is addictive. It gets you emotional, which downgrades your ability to think critically. And you'll see this what matter, why this matters from a people-pleasing perspective at this point. Secondly, before I go into this, if you are strong in the people-pleasing trait, even if it's dysfunctional, you are typically not a predator-type person. So another thing that people-pleasers do, because they are generally quite nice people, they look out into the world and they think everyone else is nice and agreeable. I've worked with thousands and thousands and thousands of individuals, and I can tell you there is people out there that are just, you know, they've got a level of consciousness where they couldn't care what they do to you. They want to control you. They want to control how you think to their own ends. And this shows up in all sectors of society and they don't necessarily show themselves as the worst person, but the unconscious game is still the same, to control you for power, for their own egoic ends or for status. Again, most people won't see this. If you've got my ability to observe people, you see the patterns they're playing out. And people pleasers themselves are the ones that typically get conned by maybe they're not even predators. Maybe they're just a person doing the job trying to make money. Okay, so you're running a, a media company. I need to make money. Well, I better make money. I, I've got to get emotional, people emotional. I've got to trigger them emotionally. Okay, I've got to bring them on board. And typically, each of these media platforms now has uh, a, a political allegiance. This is another disgusting thing that's been happening over the last two years. The politicising of this virus has just been insane. Anyway, I'll just show you how this works a little bit. Just going to have to change. I know. Here we go. And just so some of you, especially those overseas, you've been seeing a completely different press about what's happening. I watch overseas press about what's been happening in Australia with the um, Melbourne riots. Okay, now just I want everyone to understand that when I do this, I'm not condoning the riots at all. I, I might understand why they might want to riot, but I'm not condoning this whatsoever. We're just looking at how when you're a people pleaser, it can be easy to fall prey to certain messaging. So we just take these two articles, far-right activists blame for fueling anti-vaccine mobs in Melbourne, Australia. The baby Nancys who attacked the construction unions deserve to have the book thrown at them. Probably going to bring up another one in a second too. Okay, so what happened? Here's the best one, actually. This is a great one. 
I'll bring it up. So, again, I just watched a whole bunch of messaging about these protesters. Here's my favourite one because this kind of wraps it all up in one. Yep, there we go. It's almost like grooming how anti-vaxxers, conspiracy theorists and the far right come together over COVID. Okay, this has got to do with the Melbourne riots. So you've probably all seen that messaging and that mostly came from the left. Most of the left-wing media just told a whole bunch of lies, right? Don't get me wrong, so do the right-wing media. Remember, at the start of this was that telling the truth matters. We cannot solve problems without telling truths. And I've said media are disgusting and aren't interested in telling truths and causing divide in society. And if you're high in agreeableness and have the people-pleasing trait, you're highly likely to be buying this stuff and won't want to think about it because you want to belong to the tribe. So if we look at that, we go back to that. How anti-vaxxers, conservative theorists and the far right came together over COVID. Okay. Now, the real reason that most of these people are marching is because they were against vaccine mandates. This was conveniently missed out by the media. And vaccine mandates or mandates in general are probably the biggest issue. And I'm not getting into whether they're right or wrong. I'm just looking at truth in press required for truthful discussions to solve problems collectively as a society, like good quality, high consciousness, civil orientated human beings, like I might want to run my family or my local community. So this works from the left media to wipe out a whole bunch of people so we don't hear the human story. So to use the word anti-vaxxer, were there some anti-vaxxers there? Yes. Were there some conspiracy theorists there? Yes. Were there some right-wing extremists there? Yes. Were there people concerned about vaccine mandates? and the power of government just to make decisions over people's bodies. Yes, but that was conveniently missed out. Instead, those three words, which have been used to demonize a type of person, to make them a non-person, were used by the press. That is not loving. That is not humanitarian in nature, and it only causes more division. And it downplays an important, an important, probably worldwide topic at this point, but certainly I'll just keep it here in Australia, a topic that we need debate around in Australia. But no debate. We just use words like conspiracy theorists, anti-vaxxer and far-right activists to demonise a group of people. Now, again, the right do it. All the different sectors do it. So we start to bring this back to what we're talking about today. Before we do that, I'm going to pay another bill. I'll see you in a minute. Business owners, have you ever seen a horse try to fly or a fish walk? Of course not. But you have seen thousands of entrepreneurs and investors working in roles they were not designed for by nature. That's called being out of alignment. It's stressful, hard work and not profitable. Introducing the Entrepreneur's Strength Identifier, an instant game changer for you and your business. 
The Entrepreneur's Strength Identifier reveals the entrepreneurial talents, strengths, and gifts that you already possess, that are imprinted on your DNA, and that you must leverage to hit your highest profit potential with joy, inspiration, and ease. This brings you into alignment with your most natural instinctive wealth creation path, the one you must leverage and scale for greater profit and freedom. Find out more at perrymarden.com. Look for the Entrepreneur's Strength Identifier. Okay, so again, you can start to see that messaging and we bring it back to the central theme to start to wrap today's show up. And that is, there are people that believe those uh, that 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 type of newspaper communication okay that that media communication and they'll be with other people going yeah yeah look at those anti-vaxxers look at those look at those far right wing people right and they're joining together in this tribe because this is what happens when you've got your sort of belief systems and your orientation um you'll be around people who tend to agree with though with your belief systems and again the issue and challenge is if you're a dysfunctional people pleaser you don't want to think too much about these things of course you don't right because if you think too much about these things you might find out what you think is wrong it's incorrect right <laughs> that will help you solve problems help you solve problems on the personal level if you're were more interested in being uh thinking rather than being liked by the tribe that you're with They'll help on a personal level and on the collective level it would help everyone too if we were more interested in the truth rather than belonging to a tribe so when people get together in these tribes yeah yeah you've got your media and you're like yeah that media's right those people are terrible and those people are horrible again it's just messy it is just horrible it's not based on truth it's not based on truth and again if we just finish off with this if it's not based on truth, we know that problems aren't being solved. Now, if you struggle with the people-pleasing trait and you recognise yourself in some of this, it's, first of all, it's nothing to be ashamed of. In fact, I have uh, a, a personal philosophy. I'd take it even further into philosophy. It's a, a truth to me. And the truth works in this way. Up until this point, Perry Marlon is only what he can be. Right? right now, he's only what he can be. He can't be any different to what he is now based on all his life experiences, based on his genetics. Okay, so anything I've been, I am fine with. I can forgive it easily. I'm just a human being here learning and growing and evolving and there is no perfection. So I'm just doing the best I can with what I know. And that's a stance. Okay, so because I have that stance, by the way, I, it's easy to own, oh, well, yesterday I fucked up. I didn't do so good. Okay, I ran this pattern. I'm not going to beat myself up because once we start to own the pattern, well, we're one step closer to being free of it. So there's no shame in going, yes, I've got this people-pleasing pattern as an example. I can see that it's disconnecting me from my real power, from my mission, from my um, uh, purpose, from upgrading my intellect so I can really see what is going on in my life, in my business, collectively in the world, so that I can maybe have a voice and speak up against these things. 
or stand up for myself in my life or in my business because I know deeply what is right for me, you might do that. You might go, I see that that is a challenge for me on the level of my personality. And then what you might start doing is working out what you really think, what you really believe, what you really, really want. So, again, this comes back to the start. Now you're starting to tell yourself the truth. Then you're going to tell yourself other truths, which is, well, who will this upset? It will upset this person. It will upset that person. It will upset this person. And then you might go, well, do they really love me? And are they really good for me if <laughs> I can't tell them my truth and still have them like and accept me or at least love me? Okay. Um, and that's just a good place to start and you can always come and work with me. It's one of the things that we are very good at, helping people shift through those types of um, patterns. And again, just finally, everyone has patterns. We all do. People pleasing just one of them. It's really important to address these patterns, understand ourselves and evolve and move forward so we're more beneficial for ourselves, for our families, for our communities. Any questions, let me know and I will see you in the next show. Thank you. Business owner, tired of working so hard for so little? Want to scale your business so you earn far more working far less? So you can do more of the stuff you love with the people you love? Book a free chat with Perry Marden by going to www.perrymarden.com to see how he can help you. Perry is a wizard with people, with a genius for reading personalities. He has a highly developed strategic mind and has guided over 65 business owners to build independently functioning businesses that run themselves. Go to perrymarden.com to book your free chat now.